A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, the Spirit comes to the aid of our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings. And the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. We know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified.
Jesus passed through towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate, for many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then will you stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, we ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west and from the north and the south, and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. Verbum Domini. The gospel today is a wake-up call and it's very sobering. It's about salvation. Many have a view that heaven is easy to get into and that most people go there or that we will just sort of slide into heaven. But Jesus never said that. When our Lord was asked in the gospel today if only a few would be saved, he replied by pointing out how we are to be saved. Strive to enter through the narrow gate, for many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. So in the Greek, the word for strive to enter means to agonize. Agonize to enter through the narrow gate. It's a struggle to enter heaven. And in St. Matthew's Gospel, we hear the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many. But the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. So we see here from our Lord's own lips, from his own teaching, that many are on the path to destruction. We're called to strive to enter through the narrow gate. In the second half of today's gospel, it shows us that many people will be surprised on the last day when they come before the Lord. They'll be surprised when they hear Jesus say, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, you evildoers. He basically considers them to be strangers. And they thought that simply eating and drinking in the Lord's presence, hearing him teach about the kingdom of God, that that would be enough for them. So when he says at the end, though, that's the key, is he says, depart from me, you evildoers. So it's their sinful life, their lack of repentance that keeps them out of the kingdom of God, out of heaven. So we know it's not enough to be Catholic in name only. We must be striving to live our faith to the full, to live in a state of grace. That's why our Lord said in Matthew 7, 
Verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So salvation is not attained by everyone. And Jesus clearly says that many will not be strong enough to enter heaven. This is why evangelization, this is why preaching the saving truths of the gospel is so important. Because if everybody's going to heaven automatically, then what's the point of preaching the gospel? What's the point of waking up early to come to mass each day or on Sundays? We need to preach the saving truths of the gospel. So today we're reminded that there is an urgency to live the gospel to conform our lives to it. God does want all of us to be with him in heaven. He desires that all of us be saved and come to the knowledge of his truth, but he also respects our freedom. He respects the choices that we make. And we hear clearly again in the gospel today that many are on the path leading to the eternal destruction and to hell. But the Lord has given us the church, he's given us the sacraments to heal and to strengthen us along this journey, especially the sacraments of confession and the Holy Eucharist. So we ask for that grace today to grow in the virtue of humility, that we might be humble and little enough to enter through the narrow gate. Because if we're puffed up with pride and presumption, the gate may be too narrow for us to enter. And in the first reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, we hear that familiar verse that we know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And St. Augustine explains it this way, that God is so good that he would permit no evil unless he were powerful enough to draw some good out of any evil. And perhaps the most powerful example of this is the crucifixion on Good Friday. We have the greatest of all evils, and through it, God brought about the greatest of all goods, the gift of our salvation for those who freely accept that gift. One important distinction, though, with this letter to the Romans, especially that verse, Romans 8:28, is that it does not say that for everyone all things work for the good. He says, rather, for those who love God, and who are living according to his purposes. For those who reject God and who persevere in that rejection, suffering leads to bitterness rather than to one becoming better. But for those who love God and do try to conform their lives to him, all things will work for the good. And if we're in the midst of a heavy cross or suffering right now, we might be questioning, how could God possibly bring good out of this situation? But our faith reminds us that God does not lie. He is all-knowing and he's all-powerful and he's inviting us to trust him, that he can and will bring good out of the situation. And perhaps a good prayer might be, Lord, I can't wait to see the good you're gonna bring out of this situation. So as we honor St. Joseph today in this votive mass, we ask for his prayers for us that we might have a greater trust in God's providential care in our lives and that we may take up the Lord's invitation in the gospel today to strive to enter through that narrow gate and to persevere in the daily struggle for virtue and holiness, keeping our eyes fixed on him and on heaven. St. Joseph, protector of the Holy Church, pray for us.